0: What's up folks? Bear with us, Bear with us while we get while we this get work
1: in. i going to make sure all the things are still streaming. Alright, I think we're back. Thank you for dealing with that. That's normally what happens in the mornings. The uh, the mic just cuts out of Wirecast. So, uh, give me a second to update the stuff. Hello everybody in the chat room. We said your names, we, pro- we promised we did. <laughs> we shouted you guys out. Shafari. There we are. All right, we're ready to do the intro a second, or is it a third time? I think a third time. You ready? Let's go. Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruez. I'm a designer at Adafruit, and joining me every week is my brother, Pedro.
0: Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro, creative tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share a 3D printed project featuring electronics from Adafruit.
1: That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing and do our electronics. We electronics. Inspirational projects. Hello, everybody in the chat room.
0: <laughs> Good morning to everybody hanging out. We got a bunch of people hanging out. We're on the YouTube chat. We're on Facebook, Twitch, and of course the Discord. Shout out to everybody hanging out. We got Blitz City DIY. Liz. Liz. We got Mr. Certainly. We got Bruce. Mattable. We got Mattable. Don K. We got hello wester We got George. We got Patrick hain hates. We got Weekends. Von Di Mare, we got Richard Southford, we got Roel Voss, we got Andy Lear, we got people hanging out in the Twitch, we got Nile Ha, we <laughs> got in the Facebook chat, and on Twitch. Thank you well, all for, you hanging, for out. hanging out. Thank you for hanging out
1: and letting us know. We got uh, a
0: packed show, so let's go ahead and get through all that's of right. the intros. All right, we're going to get through this. Off. Here we
1: go. First off, AdaBox is happening, unboxing tonight. Stick around, uh, we'll, we'll share more info on that, but Adabox happened tonight.
0: I think you can actually show the little preview of what that's going to uh, be. Yeah, let's do that, why not? Okay, forget about it. No,
1: it's here, it's, it's here. Yeah, so what is in the Adabox? I don't know, I can't tell you. It's a, it's a blurry mess, but we can tease a little bit, and I'll, you know tonight we'll, we'll do the unboxing. All right, so that's Adabox. If you're not subscribed, please do so. You can go to adabox.com so you can get the next one. It's it's shipping out, you know, this year. So we got one last Adabox coming out this year, the holiday uh, winter edition. (laughs) Go vote. If you can, please do so vote. You can check out the resources on the Adafruit site or just go to vote.org. Check on your mail ballot status or any other status that you might be waiting for. So check that out. We encourage you to do so. CircuitPython meetings happen every Monday at 2 p.m. It happened this week, Monday at 2 p.m. It happens in the Discord server live, and then it gets uh, posted as an archive on YouTube. You can tune into that every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. It happens in the Circuit Python channel on the Discord server. The link to that is adafru.it slash Adafruit. So you can check that out. We have newsletters every once a week. We have a new, new newsletter. This is focused on products and new products that are added to the Adafruit store. So you go to adafruit.com newsletters to subscribe to that if you're not already. If you want more content from the Adafruit on the daily, go to adafruitdaily.com. There are different uh, categories of, of maker goodness that you can subscribe to. Uh, for example, we got 3D printing, maker business, uh, Python on hardware, and more. So check those out those aren't tied to your account or anything, so you'll have to do those manual subscriptions. Woo, running pretty quick here. Again, we're hanging out in the Discord server, that's where we'll be chatting throughout the show, so where folks can let us know if the mic's working or not. So, yeah, all the links to, to vote.org, there we go. Thank you, Bruce, for setting all that up. Well, this is our last week of Halloween-ish, so we needed to make a Halloween project um, so we did <laughs>
0: are you yeah, ready so this to is a revamp of a previous project we've done before we wanted to make a socially distance safe way to do trick-or-treating although i don't think that a lot of kids are going to be trick-or-treating this year we still wanted to make sure that even if we did we have a cool way to do that a lot of the ways yeah. that people are doing that with the chute so it's like the six long or pvc pipe six Big foot pipe, long pvc drop pipes. the candy down the
1: pipe the kid gets it on the other end lots yeah. of cool ways to, to style that and things but we're what were you thinking
0: yeah so lamar had the idea of having like a little servo that would just open and close so the candy would go down the chute but we thought we'd update one of our previous projects and have a bluetooth controlled servo claw we have this sweet little prop that we picked up at uh spirit halloween it's a little uh, ghost which unfortunately i think is sold out since everybody uh oh yeah pick <laughs> one of these up it's a nice little twenty dollar thing that goes along a rope. It's sound activated, has like audio on it. I thought it'd be perfect to attach a little servo claw on it. There's so The servo claw in question is a revamp of a previous claw that we've done before with a drone attached to it.
1: Yeah, you guys remember this from a few years ago. We wanted to pick up some garbage on our local uh, beach. So we put, we put together this mechanism to pick up some garbage and uh, off it goes. So Pedro figured let's rework that so that it works with the new Blue Fruit Circuit Playground Edition uh, so that you can you know use the Blue Fruit Connect app on your phone to trigger uh, the, uh, the servo to open and close. How were you opening and closing the servo before?
0: So before we're using the LEDs that are on the Mavic Pro, a lot of the drones have this where you can just turn it on and off right from your control.
1: The light, the legs on the light can be turned on and off.
0: Mm-hmm. So. so the LEDs is what we're gonna use as the, uh, the trigger for that and yeah. the Circuit Playground Express, uh, not the Blue Fruit one, the previous mm-hmm. one before had a little um, light sensor right on it and using a little piece of uh, PET G filament, we were able to use light it as a it? light pipe.
1: That's right. And then with some, uh, this what is this called? The heat shrink tubing, mm-hmm. you can uh, mask the light tube so that no light leaks into it. And you get this really reliable way to open and close this, the, the claw. Well, uh, quite a few folks built this thing and we figured let's revisit it and rework it uh, with the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. So that's what
0: you've done. Yeah, so that case was specifically geared towards the not, uh, not having any of the light leak inside of it. Yeah. So all the ports were closed off.
1: That's right. And it was it very specific
0: be. in the terms of uh, the way that you were mounting it. This one's a little bit more modular. So the way only modular. thing that's attached to it is the little servo holder. We also added things like the built-in button. So you have access to your reset and your A and B button. And of course your uh, USB, your uh, GST's on there using the little metal geared servo on there. And just using the Blue Fruit app, you can open and close that guy. Just using Google. that guy. Awesome code by Liz.
1: Yep, so Liz uh, used the BLE uh, library and the motor library uh, to open and close the servo. Yeah. So with this one, we just had to, to tweak uh, the degrees so that it doesn't go, so it doesn't travel too far. Otherwise, you can strip your motor. Um, The servo itself is the Metal Gear servo, is that right? Mm -hmm. That way it's uh, less likely to strip and when you are testing you're gonna have to, you know, adjust the positioning of the servo horn, but with anything servo I I like using the servo horn that that comes with your servo Uh, That way you're not having to rely on on a print and the resolution of the print can't be the best so having this press fit servo horn here is like the way to do it. So if you're ever working with a servo, that's the tip that I have, like designing it. It's just create, uh, integrate your servo horn, whichever size you have, integrate that into your your gripper thing, into your mechanism.
0: Yeah, you are able to print the little teeth on there, but it's a lot more easier if you just reuse the horns that are included.
1: I I, I bet if you have like a SLA printer, go for it. But uh, on FDM, it's a little chunky with the resolution. So integrate that servo horn into your design is all I say.
0: Yeah, so as we were saying before, the case is uh, can be adapted to anything else. Uh, it doesn't have to be the servo. We have uh, just these two uh, M2 connections that are uh, holding that in place. Other than that, you can use this as a completely embedded uh, case for the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit.
1: Yeah, we were thinking you could rework this to make like a, cl- a candy claw machine, like where you can do sort of a claw game. That'd be pretty neat, but I'm sure folks will uh do what they want with it <laughs> mm-hmm. so i guess we'll uh hop through the the learn guide and let's go talk ahead and check
0: bit. out how this was all built
1: all right so head over to learn.adafruit.com not too many parts for this one we got the circuit playground the uh the high torque metal geared micro servo you got a little battery here this is a 500 milliamp battery that one works well uh we got packs of uh the m3 screws and a cable as always for uh for installing CircuitPython and updating your code.
0: we got a link to all of the screw sizes and the types there, as well as the little flying ghost.
1: Yeah, the screws are, you know, snap fits great, but when you are having some weight, you want to use some screws. So this, these screws really do secure the Circuit Playground and uh, the servo together. So you're looking at a good uh, build, sturdy build. And then the flying ghost is linked here to Spirit Halloween that's yeah, the they Halloween might be sold store. out They're online, sold out. but they had a bunch of them in
0: store. So you're yeah. able to make it out to uh, the uh, spirit Halloween's or any of the Halloween stores. I'm sure right. They have them there. It's about if- 19 bucks, so definitely a lot easier to have this set up and going without having to recreate the marker hard, hard to get a photo here.
1: of this thing, huh? Yeah, yeah. You have to like clip it out in yeah. motion and everything. Um, but hey, uh, maybe next year we'll look at re- like DIYing this, but having this already. Working and good to go was it, it reduced so much of the build for us, so this was a really nice way to just add something to an existing prop is uh, is, is fun to do if you want like something really quick. Are we still good with the mic? Mm-hmm. I think we are so let 's keep going. The next page is circuit diagram, just a nice visual way to show you how to wire up the servo um, in our actual build we 're using these connectors. the little Pico connectors these are really small connectors. they have three wires, four wires. Um, but uh, we show here just connecting straight into the pads. Uh, you could do that. Uh, Anne, who was um, uh, the, reviewing the guide, suggested using the bolt on kit. You could do that, however, that's not going to fit our 3D printed uh, case. So if you don't need the 3D printed case and you want a, a solderless way to connect a Sherbo, you could check out the, uh, the Circuit Playground bolt on kit. And you can use screws to uh, to attach these wires if you don't want to solder. So there's still ways to do it. I figured that'd be a cool tip. But as a visual way, here's how the wiring is.
0: <laughs> you could actually solder the uh, servo cables directly to the sure. CPB, mm-hmm. and then just cut a little slit where the uh, port opening for the lid on the okay. case is. Right. Or yeah. You can just you modify the, the... the STLs too.
1: For sure. All right, the next page just shows you how to install CircuitPython on your uh, BlueFruit. Um, I had to do this myself. I haven't installed CircuitPython on my BlueFruit uh, boards uh, since last year. Um, so, uh, since then, we're now on CircuitPython 6 RC1. That's the time of this recording. So, check that out. Got some, some nice uh, updates there. So, this just walks you through installing it. Here's the code just three libraries. So, you want to download the uh, CircuitPython bundle and then download these, or, or copy these three libraries over to your Pi drive. So you got the BLE, BLE Connect, and the Adafruit Motor library. Um, we like using the Moo Python editor. It's just a great uh, lightweight uh, editor to, to edit your code in Python. You can do that. The uh, the code is up on GitHub. Again, shout out to Liz Clark, Blitz City DIY, for putting this together. Great little demo code to show uh, how you can Control servos uh, using the buttons in the in the Bluefruit app.
0: It always amazes me how uh, how we didn't have an example for this.
1: Yeah, it's something so basic like oh, let's just do remote controlled uh, servos. Surely that's easy. It is with CircuitPython, so check it out. Yep. All right. So for the three D printing, uh, it's a nice, uh, not too many parts. I like little builds that don't have too many more than a dozen parts. So. There we go. There's uh, the parts, no supports, right? Or is there some supports needed for one of these?
0: No, no supports. No
1: supports, there you go. So you can print this on any color. We got the black and the orange for uh, for Halloween.
0: We have the STLs that you can edit, the Fusion 360 files if you want to indeed use the bolt-on kit. You just have to update the height of the standoffs mm-hmm. and add a slit to the lid, and then update the port openings for where the uh, JST and the USB uh, openings are for that
1: yeah and th- th- depending on how much weight you can uh, always increase the thickness or the um the the overall size of the claws like if you want to do something different you can always modify that
0: cool
1: yeah, pretty simple clean all right on to the assembly
0: we on the assembly like we were saying before uh you can either add on any connection that uh, you have around so it doesn't have to be any of these plugs. We just did this to simplify the build and to make the wiring a little bit more simpler so we don't have to have such a big coil of wires around and like best with the claw. So you Mm. can shorten those. And then inside of the 3D printed part, the servo holder um, has the uh, placement there for an M3 nut and that's what's gonna hold in the larger servo claw on there. We'll insert that and then place the servo right inside of there. Place the claw right on top of the shaft and then insert the included uh, servo horn that ships with the servos. So I think it's like four of them that uh, come with it. Uh, pick the straight edge one that we're showing here and there's three different size screws as well. I think it's the smallest, I believe it's like an M2 mm-hmm. that uh, secures the horn and the claw on there. Okay. Second one is attached right over. Just make sure that the gears or uh, the teeth are nicely aligned. Mm-hmm. And we're using the M3 uh, to hold that in with the nut. We're using an M2.5 uh, millimeter screw there to attach the servo holder onto the lid. Mm-hmm. And then Let's once that those. assembly is complete, you can start setting up your, the bottom part of the case, which has the uh, 500 milliamp hour battery inside there. You can go uh, smaller, or bigger. I think a bigger one would be able to fit in there. Uh, it's just the height that you'd have to yeah. uh, update. It is uh, sized size to the 500 milliamp hour one. Okay. Place those inside there, coil the wires towards one of the uh, port openings there. It has a little additional slit for the wires to pass through. Right. We'll slide the, uh, cir- the CPP, the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit right on top of that. Make sure that the JST is uh, positioned where the port for the uh, LiPo battery is. Okay. We will thread that wire through on the lid and then just use the M3s to uh, connect everything together. Using phone tape to attach it to the lid on the bottom of the uh, ghost. There it is. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. The tape, the foam tape should be strong enough to hold a nice sized bag of candy. I didn't weigh it, I don't know how much it is, but uh, according to what the drone claw was able to lift on the um, previous project, I forget what it was, it was like two pounds or something like that. A few grams. yeah. so unless you are feeling super generous with your candy uh, offerings, you shouldn't be able to uh, weigh it like the king size candy bars over to the trick
1: yeah, it doesn't seem to affect the uh, the motor, the ghost flying. It seemed to go the same pretty speed. Powerful
0: lighter, uh, Motor, yeah. And that's pretty much it. Nice, simple, little, easy build. You can modify this to have like a quarter 20 installed on there, attach it to uh, like a tree or something else where you could like have uh, more uh, like spooky things drop by as triggers are coming by. Yeah,
1: more sensor input. Uh, so uh, PIR, proximity sensing. Even audio. Um, yeah, audio to trigger it with a clap. Um, that actually has that built into it. The the ghost itself has uh, mm-hmm. sounds. It doesn't have any lights, but you could always maybe do some light too. That'd be neat to kind of shine the the light. Have, yeah, we're covering up the neopixels. How would we do that? Yeah, attach more neopixels. <laughs> We'd have to attach more neopixels, <laughs> like a, a ring around the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, then we might as well make the hell freaking ghost. <laughs> we'll do that next year. All
0: links to huh? the parts and of course the. Um, all the guide, or the library, the 3D parts, yeah, the fritzing, and you can all get that. There. Sorry about the
1: rollovers here. It looks like Safari doesn't like the rollovers. Like it's supposed to switch this image, it's not working. Mm-hmm. It's probably because I have the autoplay stuff turned off. That's why none of the gifs are playing too. Uh, so there you go. That's just
0: one way. To, one last thing to. to, to That's worry pretty much about. it. This yeah. uh, year's Halloween project. Hopefully, it's uh, more <laughs> useful next year when there's more action going on. <laughs> right. So definitely a nice one to put up. A lot of the comments were like, I wish you did this last week. Well, we don't have a time machine. Yeah, me too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it uh, it happened last minute. We didn't really plan on it. But uh, hey, you can still uh, uh, put together a project, write documentation on it, and get Mm -hmm. it right before, I don't know, a couple of days from now. (laughs) Yeah,
0: so definitely a good one for uh, remote control stuff. Uh, Beyond the claw, you can have a lot of the Kickstarter's that we've seen where it was just a simple little a uh, push thing where it would turn, like, oh, say, an right. uh, uh, air conditioner into an IoT, and all you have to mm-hmm. do its literally just pushing a button uh, cool. forward or locking a door. So you can definitely reuse this in ways beyond a claw, where it's just a servo. Right. All right, Okay.
1: Cool. All right, so we are ready to move on. So what are we prototyping?
0: Uh, I guess I'll start with the air sensor real quick. Yeah. Right? OK. So we just got a bunch of these back in stock.
1: Yeah, let me jump real quick over. This
0: a 31 Yeah,
1: so Brent's been working on this project. Uh, He released this last week. It's an air quality sensor monitor. Um, It uses Adafruit I.O. So you can track uh, the quality of the air wherever you might be, um, outside, inside. Uh, It also uses the uh, pressure humidity temperature sensor, the BME280. So that one will will again temperature and humidity, and then the air quality sensor. This is the this, uh, is able to detect uh, PM 2.5 particles. It's this air quality sensor, the um, the PMS 5003. We're currently out of stock, but we're we're working on getting more in stock because just they're flying off the shelves with the uh, the crises that are happening. But uh, we got a Circuit Python library for it. This has been up since last week. so folks can already build this. It uses a feather and the air lift so you can have the ESP32 as your coprocessor uh, to do the Wi-Fi stuff and then you got your air sensor. So really, really cool project from Brent. Um, it uses a injection molded weatherproof enclosure with some cable glands, a double uh, feather wing doubler to get those two feathers. Um, so cool. So my, my task is to 3D print a case design one uh, that is both weatherproof and houses all the things. So I'm working on that. I have a little case here, a prototype. Uh, I wanted to make uh, a circular type of case. Uh, So this is it. Uh, The feather wing doubler is mounted up here that allows me to pop off these things. I got a little USB extension there so that comes out. I'm trying to 3D print my own cable glands in NinjaFlex so that seems to be working okay. The bottom here is that houses the sensor. So I needed to make uh, modular bottoms where I could swap out. So this is the PMS5003, and this is the PMSA003i. This is uh, Adafruit's latest air quality sensor breakout for that model here. So it's a lot smaller build. I have this little 3D printed bracket that really secures that in place. But the cool thing about this is it has Stemma. There's a little plug and play Stemma, so there's no need to solder it. You just plug this in into your um, to your feather uh, doubler. And uh, here's the little holes in the bottom here um, for the little fan and the little particles intake there. And then uh, these two mounting holes here. Um, so you can see this version here is much bigger, bigger fan, bigger thing, but it all still fits inside here. We'll be able to have a battery in here as well. And then this is the BME280 uh, pressure temperature something-something to uh, monitor, and uh, they both have uh, the spots for it. So you'll be able to swap out this, uh, this piece here. This is a little tripod adapter, because I plan to, to... I mean, tripod adapters are very universal, so it's a great way to make a mounting. But this will be a modular thing, so you could take this whole piece out, and then put something else, like maybe a magnet, or some other type of bracket to, to mount it on the side of your house or building. But yeah, the other things I want to do is is make it into a fun design, of course. So the idea I'm tossing around is like make it look like a windmill or some sort of silo from like a farm, something that looks nice and aesthetically pleasing on the side of your building. Uh, Hopefully, birds don't mistake it for a birdhouse, but uh, there won't be any openings. And uh, yeah, weatherproofing, so that'll be a challenge. The top here, it'll be a screw-on top cover, and that'll. Um, hide the this right here it'll stop any access from there but you know you'd, you'll have this USB uh, extension here so you can apply power to it so that's what I'm working on that's the uh, next week's project most likely definitely next week <laughs> there you go because okay we
0: can't get enough of the air sensing we got a little mini one featuring the cutie pie here and all its stemma goodness here you hold that we have the the, uh, 1.3 oled stemified screen here along with the bme 680 john park did a uh, product pick of the week featuring this little guy yep and we thought we would temple this using all of the parts we built for all of the stemma lego parts as well as the little cutie pie lego parts along with the lipo little holder for this cool and tell us
1: what the parts are real quick so this is the bme mm-hmm. 680 it's different it can do uh what, what else can it do it temperature and gas yeah, you can see it right
0: there yeah temperature and gas you can read all the things that are there right. it's the air quality and uh, temperature pressure humidity uh vocs of uh, what is it will organic compounds yeah. and co2 equivalents you can see here all Sweet. of the uh, readings for that. So
1: Stemma port's on, on here. So that's how you got this connected. It's daisy-chained into our little OLED display. This is our favorite Stemma OLED display right now. Um, so that's really cool. All of this is done in Python, Or is it python or is it uh, Arduino? I believe so. Lamar had a UF2 for this. We have code for both Arduino and CircuitPython most likely. So, so, that, so all this is being daisy-chained with the Stemma port. So this really shows you how you don't need to solder stuff. But we did solder something. So how do you get a battery, how do you use uh, Adafruit's 3.7 volt batteries with the Cutie Pie? Can you do that? You sure can. (laughs) So this is a little USB-C breakout that gives you five volts. So it'll it'll take the uh, the 3.5 volts from this battery, right? And it'll give us a clean five volt here so that we can power our little Cutie Pie. This is a really, really small little breakout and how did we find out about it? Huge shout out to Debra, who goes by uh, Maker Geek Maker Mom. And I'm just trying to pull up the learn guide here because I have so many links. I'll find it one day. Her, her latest uh, learn guide is a, uh, a color mixing QT pie and <laughs> cuff bracelet. And uh, the way she made the battery work is she made a USB-C clasp. So one end has the USB connector, the other end has the female USB connector from the QtPi, and you plug them together. Uh, so she cut the battery, uh, direct, soldered the battery wires directly into the power and ground into, uh, into the little breakout here, and then just hot glued it um, to insulate that. Uh, but that gives you a really, really easy way to plug in a battery to your QtPi. I think it's kosher, it's on the learn guide, so. I'm gonna say it's probably kosher. (laughs) I didn't think it was, but hey, here it is. Uh, So what we did differently, instead of uh, directly soldering the battery wires to the power and ground rails on that little breakout, we soldered it to this little two-pin JST extension cable so that we can still disconnect your battery. If you want a bigger battery, it's easy to do so, just disconnect it. But if you're doing an embedded project where space every little millimeter matters, then you do wanna solder it directly. But uh, this is a cool way to do it. So, um, Deborah has linked to the Amazon page. There, you can get like a pack of what is this, five for like $6. And a USB C connector right on there, pretty decent soldering pads on the other side, and it has all the resistors on there for doing uh, the power.
0: Super handy.
1: This is a really great way to get our demos now. And we don't need like this chunky USB C battery, we can just have our little battery pocket here in the back here, and again, this is this is why Pedro made the Lego thing so we can do little demos like this, and we don't have to worry about all the wires and, and trying to. I was actually futz trying to it. do that. You were, and I saw you doing that. And I was like, Pedro, wouldn't it be great if you had these like Lego bits that you could 3D print and like snap them together? And he was like, Yeah. Okay, and then he walked away. <laughs> So, yeah, check this out. Is this John Park? Did we just steal John Park's project? or
0: what? <laughs> No, it's a temple. So oh, okay. this is all related. <laughs> check out John Park's Pick of the Week. Get more info on that. He has some awesome demo code as well. Check out the previous projects on getting all the 3D Freedom parts if you want to. Legify. If you don't want to add these to a breadboard because once you can just plug thing is, it doesn't make that much sense anymore soldering in all those headers. Yeah. Pretty cool. And check out the Previous projects, on that we have all of the uh, Fusion three hundred and sixty files, so every single size of the Stemma boards. There's a ton of them. You can yeah. get all those. You can modify them. It's all parametric. You can check. Yeah. As well as the component parts, you want to model that into your own case.
1: And you can check out the new learn guides. Like five of them came up this morning. I was like, whoa, where did these all come from? Excellent. Oh, and. Super cool 3D printed uh, Frankie from Liz. We actually have a little thing on that. We'll get to that. But for now, uh, I was gonna say search for the Stemma Lego. Is that right? Stemma, Lego.
0: If you go over to the I just crashed
1: the. There's so many. I just. (laughs) (laughs) I was saying we
0: have every single size of all these, so definitely check them out. Not just. The uh, stemas was also like feathers, and we have the battery holders, we have like um, switches. If you want to add like a switch on there, you want to legify everything, we have done all the work for you there.
1: Cutie pies are back in stock, Anne just put them back in stock, thank you, Anne. She ran all the way from Florida to New York and put them in stock. That's awesome. No, but thank you. Uh, I wasn't sure if they were in stock or not. So uh, pick these up, we need to get some uh max per customer is 5 so hey, get 5 to <laughs> yeah we need to get some and some of the uh the the spi flash chips too
0: yeah i'm sure we'll start selling it with it already on at the time yeah day. the hack express version oh, would be great
1: but uh hey on cutie on pie yourself. sweet great little uh, demo Pedro. thanks for making those lego things uh and you can y- y'all can check out the lego uh parts too on the learn system, I've already lost the link because so I got too many tabs.
0: <laughs> Alright, more stuff that we're prototyping, moving <laughs> Thank right you, along. Sir. Which one do you want to do next? You want do the iPhone? Yeah, the iPhones the new iPhone's got released and
1: this is what we are playing with. This is the MagSafe, MagSafe. wireless charger pad for the new iPhone 12 and whatever other iPhones that it mm-hmm. works with. I think it works with like the iPhone SE second gen oh, like I that's the lowest
0: our little uh Qi charger yeah the cpx Let let's get... focus and do uh, <laughs> okay so of course we made a bunch of holders for the little Qi charger so i, I made this really cool one that you can attach to a tripod yeah The more traditional route and had a little desktop one so you can Uh, This is actually an update to the uh, Qi charger that we stock in in the Adafruit shop. So it's updating the mounts for that. Have the uh, press fit little part here so that can go right in there. And it all works, yay, pretty cool. In addition to that, of course, we had to design a case as well. So we have a nice little case for the 12 Pro. And of course, because we have the magnetic iron on there, we want to make sure that that works as well. So we-
1: Magnetic iron PLA, folks.
0: Yeah, so we did 2012. Have, we did stock like, this it's... in the shop. I think we have like one roll left. So you guys want to pick some of this up. Okay. You can finally uh, use it with the magnets that, uh, a bunch of magnet projects that we've done. I always love that. So it's really cool to have a phone that has that included in there. So you can download these as well. And I think the cool one is uh, this filament, temperature filament changing one. Uh, yeah. So when it gets hot, you can see like this cool. Uh, Hands are always cold. Yeah. Display It looks great it. when you
1: charge it, and then uh, that heat tends to generate a little bit of heat. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we'll
0: upload all these if you want to make okay. your own. A little Qi charger looks like a lot of people are making like the car ones. Right. Like, uh, might have to do some updates to the Ninja Flex uh, pad ones that are on the dashboard.
1: Yeah, I'm a huge fan of uh, tripod adapters. Um, huge shout out to Bill Binko too, as uh, that tends to be one of the most universal ways to kind of create mounting systems. So this is a little two-piece uh, setup here, and I got our. We we use a tripod adapters so much that we stock these little inserts. These are uh, three eighths uh, outside, and the inside it's a quarter twenty. That quarter twenty insert is is uh, is what you're gonna find on just about every single tripod. It's a quarter twenty. A size thread, uh, so this snaps here, or this screws into this little Manfrotto tripod, it has a ball socket built into it, so you got like a little pistol grip kind of deal here. Uh, so the idea here is the, 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 the pad uh, just press fits in there, and then you got your iPhone, that has a nice secure connection there, so if you want to uh, just have something to stand up there, or if you want to, uh, let's say, have this doing a time lapse, hey look we're live, we could do a time lapse. Have this in, you know, plugged into your wall or whatever, and then uh, you can have your st- your stable shot there for doing a time lapse. Uh, we've done things where you adapt the lens here uh, for a telescope. Maybe we could do a microscope. Uh, but this magnet here, like the ability to have this uh, secured there too, is, is pretty nice. And I wouldn't go around there like filming like this because it might fall out. But we'll do some more testing and things. But uh, I think. Uh, uh, more camera stuff would be pretty cool like a sort of a stabilized gimbal type thing or Whatever tripod thing you already have you can probably adapt this to there because it's already there I'm thinking this would work great on my magic arm So I, so like this camera right here This is on a magic arm if I had my iPhone there then I could do some really nice over-the-head shots So I think this would be a great little um, Way to get uh, more out of the uh, the MagSafe Has it said enough? <laughs> I need to work on those tolerances.
0: Getting how are looking at? uh post here on the Discord. Some gummy bear Lego. Did you see anybody? Molds. Any of the
1: YouTubers do this? Did anybody try? It? Okay. <laughs> Good <laughs> I thing I have Apple Care. Yeah, I mean you need to test that. I mean come I on, that you kind of need to test that. But hey, they're. Uh, Apparently it's better glass, better everything, right? For yeah, dropping. I never
0: the reviewers, but yeah, I definitely like the new phones. Uh, the pictures going a lot I'll break lighter. my phone for y'all. It feels <laughs> a it. lot lighter and definitely bigger than the eleven, so I like it. It's a I like it especially when it, uh, it, it opens the door to all this DIY type stuff that we like doing. For sure, going.
1: yeah. Oh look, the little piece snapped off of it too. So that's cool. But I like your uh your thing here if you just want to have it in portrait mode. Mm -hmm. That works really well. So one last thing. Uh, We don't have the the files out yet. We're working on it. We literally printed them last night. Uh, If you're designing stuff for iOS stuff, like I haven't logged into Apple's dev portal, but developer.apple.com, create an account. It's free to do so. And then you can have access to their drawings. So you can see that's how their magnet array is. And then they have some dimensions, um, some polarity stuff. This is for folks that are designing injection mold stuff. But this is all free public stuff that you can download. Uh, and then all the way at the bottom is like uh, the reference drawings for uh, the iPads, iPhones, and even the wireless... T uh, charger No, they don't actually have the T charger They don't. They, they, the last thing they added was the, uh, the pro wireless charging mm. case thing here for your Apple speakers. Your Apple, whatever. They have nice tech drawings. How about that? <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll release these as, uh, as we get time. just a good reminder to, uh, designers
0: out there or,
1: uh, Yeah, like if you're a- new to it, models. like, I didn't know about that for a while when I was getting started and didn't know Apple gave out their, their tech drawings. Um, so that's cool. All right. We got a couple other things, uh, real quick. Um, I want to talk about Liz's project. Uh, so this is a little 3D printed Frankie. So Liz designed and three D printed a, r- a really nice uh, Halloween prop. This is supposed to be like a Frankenstein's monster, but it has you neopixels know, inside of it with some Cap Touch bolts on the sides here. So I three I, um, D printed it NinjaFlex, <laughs> scaled it down to about ten percent, and uh, yeah, it's NinjaFlex. So it's all floppy and squishy. So you can add a little costume to your uh, battery. battery. Yeah, so ah. that was cute. Uh, check out the project; really fun. Uh, also, the, the, the video went out too mm-hmm. this morning, so check it out. It uses the cutie pie, some si- side lit neopixel strips, and some cap, uh, some cap touch tape uh, to do the the cap touch sensing, and it's all in Circuit Python as well. Super super fun.
0: Yeah, what's uh, surprise about this is that it is excellent in terms of printing without any supports, ex- even in eighty five A Ninja Yeah, Flex, so
1: A testament to good design there. Yeah. Shout out this.
0: Really good. Nice little bumper for your uh, lipstick battery. Super cool.
1: Excellent. All right. Look at the back here. I think that's it. Are you ready for community makes?
0: Yeah. let's Step into this week's community makes. All right. This Last week. Last one for Halloween is going to be this Batman cowl, which I had no idea what a cowl was until uh, somebody uploaded this. those excellent little design. Look at game. the eyes.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. It> supports. <laughs> He's crying. Supports. <laughs>
0: that's excellent. So uh, there was no scaling required for this. It fits uh, my head. This is by Jack Tim. He has a nice little video on the construction of this. He actually um, used like fabric on the inside uh, to like complete the Batman look, right. but put this thing on. That dead. Yay, especially with my fur in the back there. And wearing glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so excellent little print here. Um,
1: yeah, this is cool. Little, I'll put uh, it on, too. overhead
0: there. You can put it on, as well.
1: Yeah, your ears might need to press fit in a little bit.
0: Yeah. But last-minute Halloween costume, if you start printing right now, because it does take, like, about a day or two to print, uh, you are going to need some ports on there. I did do the trick of sinking it into the bed, because the bottom here does have, like, some, like some curviness. So I just... Uh, yep sunk it down to the bed about like a millimeter so it would be completely flat wouldn't need any supports all on right. the bottom there okay. only on the back and in the eyes to so cries the supports there <laughs> and the only other trick was like completely uh, lowering the width extrusion on the support material down to 0.2 just Put so it it it's your... super easy to remove does it fit
1: yeah it fits cool yeah your, your run-of-the-mill black PLA.
0: run-of-the-mill black PLA.
1: okay it's on Thingiverse, so here's the page.
0: And here's uh, what I was talking about with the, um, adding it to like a hoodie. And he has right. a nice video on that and he did a ton of sanding to get it down to that look there.
1: That looks great. It's really good. Super nice, it's not glossy, it's got that matte look. So mm-hmm. check out the video.
0: There is the a bottom op- part that uh, is part of the cow. I just didn't. This like one, huh? It. Yeah, yeah, I see. And that like, goes over your chin.
1: Right, right. Excellent, well thank you for posting that up, okay then. That's the Thingiverse user. They call them Tim Jack or something, Jack Tim. Thanks, to Jack Tim.
0: Excellent uh, model. And he shows uh, his modeling process as well. So In the, video. the video. Sweet. All right,
1: we have some other things uh, real quick. We'll run through them. This is a make. This was a really fun make. Uh, this is a oh, wow. remix of our MIDI controller that we made. We call it an instrument. Uh, this was using a root Metro and the trellis board to make a USB MIDI controller. Uh, so guess what? Look at the title. Adobe Lightroom controller. Nice. So this takes that whole music thing and makes it into a control surface for uh, photography. So uh, he, he reworked it and um, here's a photo of it with the Leonardo, I believe. Wow. Uh, did some code adjustments and uh, there's this app I'm not aware of. It's called MIDI 2 LR, MIDI 2 Lightroom. It's uh, an add-on app that cool. lets you customize hmm. your MIDI controller to work with Lightroom. So if you're huge into photography, and Lightroom is your, your uh, what would you call it, your app of choice or whatever, your arsenal,
0: mm-hmm. editing your, your bread and butter, of choice. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, then uh,
1: this could be totally useful for it. This is a hack, hack uh, Hackster I.O. Uh, build, so wiring diagram, code, and all that. This is a proper, <laughs> like, remix, excellent, excellent, documented and everything. And uh, there's some shout-outs to us at the end there, so that's really cool to see. Uh, so it was a really nice make. I actually have these buttons. These are really nice little buttons there on the Those side. Those are there. rockers, huh? Those are like the little chunky mini buttons. Hmm. All right, we got another one here. This is uh, a nice gun blade from Final Fantasy. Uh, Pedro, nice. you designed this in Maya a couple years ago, and we're still getting folks that are making it. So this looks like it was uh, sanded down and painted a little bit. Um, not much detail into it, but thank you for uh, uploading it. Uh, like Lee le cutter join. So that's a really cool make. We got another one. This is the Raspberry Pi HQ camera case. Not too long ago, the Raspberry Pi HQ camera came out. I made a, I designed a case for it, the snap fits. And um, here it is with this lens here. Um, so uh, Matador 33 uploaded this make of our case, printed on a Creality Ender Pro thing. Very cool. We got one more here actually that's it i just want to give a shout out to cults 3d if you're looking for some really fun cool curated uh, models definitely check out they got a nice assortment of halloween stuff going on yeah some really and, cool uh, ones that
0: i can get to just because uh you know there's just so many models that were uploaded uh, for sure yeah. last minute for halloween this maybe. is
1: a cool social distancing one it kind of it kind of reminds me of the ghost yeah. but it's manual i think cranked or something yeah, but you thing, could totally do a servo there <laughs> you know like, yeah one thing cool. i forgot
0: to mention about the uh claw is that i've seen some people doing it with like a fishing pole so that's mm. how they're actually having reeling go it s- in. yeah reel it in that's back cool and forth. that's a really
1: cool idea or you could just do
0: it by hand huh. like have pulleys on each side and just uh have those go over there
1: a lot of movement with all the gifts but there's a the flexi Factory is pumping yeah, out a bunch I was of these gonna do ones. the little
0: spider one there yeah it's you printed, printed it too it is printed it, i just was it free? It was easier to do the, oh, yeah. the cowl. Right,
1: right, right, right. Yeah. Lots of cool stuff, though, so check them out. They, they're, they're they're doing really good Um we creating consider, creating Since we consider designs. Halloween being
0: over now, <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> it's definitely time to... gonna work as a Christmas present, so start thinking of next holiday.
1: For sure. All right, so check them out, cults3d.com.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. That is this week's Community Makes.
1: Yes, thank you for posting all the
0: makes. Really appreciate it. You guys can tag us or uh, put a put it in as a thing versus a remix. We'll see those there or uh, at us on the Discord. We'll check those out.
1: Okay, we can, we still got some time, so I guess we could do a quick shop talk. I finally ran out of solder. Uh, I have a little solder um, dispenser. It's in the shape of AdaBot as a print in place crank. Like a handle, so you can reel in your, your your solder. But it took me like a year to to, uh, to use up all my solder. And um, so whether it's solder or solder, uh, both is fine. But uh, I figured took a little
0: I'd... gauge though to figure out how long it actually lasts a full spool of solder. Mm-hmm. Doing project every single week, right? And I
1: updated it not too long ago to fit those green spools that Adafruit now stocks. Before they were white spools, but now they're green spools. And uh, I needed to r- rework the inside. Um, but there you go. It's working. Very fun. Little cute. Uh, one of the many joys of just like one of my favorite things. There you go. Um, with the, the weather air quality sensor project, I needed to create some uh, heat set inserts. So I brought out my heat set insert. I haven't used this since our, our move in April or in the new house. And it survived. It somehow survived the garage and the scorching heat in the garage. Uh, That's where I left it. I just had to tighten up some screws. So if you are ever doing heat set inserts um, for your your parts to make really mechanically structured parts, uh, you can use a soldering iron, uh, a piece of 2020, and some 3D printed parts and some screws uh, to make a little rig that makes inserting heat sets way easier, much more smooth and accurate. Um, Yeah, shout out to Bill Binko for collaborating on this project and the design of it. He uh, influenced it pretty heavily. And uh, we do uh, stock heat set inserts and also the heat insert tool that uh, can fit over your Hakko style soldering irons. There's a learn guide as well if folks want to build it. Uh, a lot of folks have built it, <laughs> so thank you for building it. And I hope it uh, continues to make uh, folks' projects uh, easier. The end. Thank you for coming to my tech talk
0: and all the past pages, uh, Rocket. There, on with there. all the links. Thank you, sir. Thank y'all. You, yeah, you guys can check out all of the awesome builds on all these projects.
1: Okay, we're, we're doing pretty good on time. A little rough start, but they that's how live streams go. Let's kick it off with. Uh, The uh, show times throughout the week, it starts with Lady Ada from the desk of Lady Ada. She's got uh, two kind of things going on, what she's working on, plus the great search from DigiGee. So you can check that out every Sunday at around 8, 9, or 10 p.m. Eastern time. On Tuesdays, yesterday, JP has a product pick of the week. It happens every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern time or 1 p.m. party time.
0: (laughs) I mean specific time. Uh, specifically you, you want to tune in live there because oh, whatever product he's uh talking about it's gonna be like a nice big discount only during the show so you want to make sure that you should see live
1: a juicy discount. automatically
0: discounted there's no coupon codes it just applied on there for uh, i think the half hour that it's on They're the juicy three minutes juice check that out i Never just put us in the, the arrow like oh, <sighs> over here <laughs> and over question mark so check it out every single week uh, JP's Pick of the Week. All right.
1: We do this show on Wednesdays in the morning. We struggle every morning <laughs> with, the, with the Wirecast,
0: mark. why? <laughs> I
1: really need to like, take the week off and just update on the stuff. <laughs> we'll get there, folks. Maybe we'll do it. Um, anyway, later tonight, we invite you to come in to uh, share your projects, Show and Tell. We do this every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, you join in by hitting up the live broadcast channel in our Discord server and PT, Mr. Lady to himself, he publishes the link for to StreamYard. Y'all can click on that. We have a uh, 10 slot, and folks come and go as they as they do that. So we are letting folks come in. It's about 30 minutes. It runs for 30 minutes, so folks can uh, take three minutes or so to, to share the projects. But all is fair game. Retro tech, work in progress, arts and crafts.
0: Your uh, makerspace. Yeah, Please, I like uh, seeing makerspace. Welcome to see tours of your work area. So definitely yeah. stop by to show that off.
1: Great point. And then after that, mm-hmm. at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, is Ask an Engineer with Lamar and Phil. Full hour and plus of uh, hardware, um, hardware news, lots of lots of things. <laughs> it's top secret, new products, um, videos, <laughs> um, from the mind of PT, that's a great segment. Musings. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> And then John Park has another show every Thursday at four PM. That's tomorrow. Check him out so you can see what he's working on. Um, we forgot to mention What's there
0: that? is gonna be no skinning oh, engineer crap. this yeah, week.
1: Sorry, it's the unboxing. It's the yeah. ADA. Oh, Devo
0: Devo already knows too. Thanks, Devo. You're right. <laughs> yes, this week, this, the this week is this week is AdaBox 16 unboxing live. So uh, definitely stay tuned for that. Um, yeah. I think we'll do like the product, uh, new products and all that after the show, but those will be posted later on right. YouTube, Instagram, all the social, so definitely stay tuned for that. But yeah, check out the unboxing, coming up later tonight, 8 p.m. That's right.
1: And then more John Park on Thursdays. And then on Fridays is Deep Dives with Scott, so you can check Scott out. He's uh, working on ESP, ESP S2 plus more stuff. Awesomeness. Yes. stuff, low-power stuff, questions, answers. He's got yes. lots of them.
0: Always in the live broadcast chat room, too, all through Discord. So always happy to answer any questions you're having. Sweet. We made it.
1: Thank okay. you, folks, so much for joining us. We hope to see you tonight. But until then, make a great day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's right. See you later tonight, folks.
1: Bye, folks. Hmm.